Hello from your Grasslands PR team. This is The Best Biome. I'm Alan. I'm Rachel. And I'm Nicole. <laughs> is that our intro? Nailed it. Nailed Tell it. us about these overlooked and underappreciated grasslands, Nicole. What Whoa. are we talking about today? Whoa. <laughs> today. <laughs> we could do the actual intro if you want. No, that's I mean, great. It's nailed it. We nailed it. All right, let's roll with it. Okay. <laughs> Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about meerkats. Oh, meerkats. Yeah. All right. They're very cute and they're very fun. They live in short grass, savanna, and open plains ecosystems uh, in the southern parts of Africa, which I don't know. For some reason, I definitely thought they were in like the middle and north part of Africa. But yeah. no, they're definitely only in the southern part of Africa. So that was something that I learned mm, okay. <laughs> very quickly into this research. Um, also, this was suggested by one of our listeners. I was going to say, so, I think this is a yeah. request. Yes. Um, so Tasha actually requested this, and I could not resist. I love meerkats. They're very fun. But I also knew that I didn't really know that much about them, so that it would be fun to research. So I claimed dibs very quickly on these. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're basically just carnivorous prairie dogs in a different continent. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's not to like? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they they we joke all the time that they are in fact like the prairie dogs of Africa, or that prairie dogs are the meerkats of the U.S. Um, and they do have a lot in common, I will admit. But there's a lot different too. So yeah, like the drama. Mm. I've seen Meerkat Manor. Yeah. Did you know that came out in 2005? Oh no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's been a while. Yeah, yep. I looked that up too because I was curious when it came out, and I was no. like. That's, that's longer than I thought it was. <laughs> you know what? Let's not think about that. Let's think about <laughs> let's think about meerkats. Okay. Wait, which one did evolve first? Are is it our <gasps> prairie dogs the meerkat of of North America? Well, they're completely different. Like they fill similar ecological niches, but mm. they I mean one's a rodent and one is a not a weasel. What's the other one? A mongoose. Mustard. Yeah, there a we mongoose. go. <laughs> mongoose. They're in. Uh, what, damn, I don't remember. What they're all they're mammals. In. They're all mammals. They are. That's true. <laughs> they but got fur and funny little hands. I think yeah. the question still mm -hmm. remains: which which came first? Uh, I'm really. I'm not sure. That is actually something that I meant to look up, and I forgot because <laughs> I got really distracted by some other stuff that we'll get to. But yeah, I'm not sure. I I want to say that. I think prairie dogs are older, but I don't nice. know why nice. I think that. Because Maybe they're squirrels? It... Are squirrels older? I have no idea. Good question. No one knows. Yeah. Look, well... look it up, dear listener. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do your own research. <laughs> uh, but, okay, I'm glad to hear you say that you have things that majorly distracted you because yeah. I've noticed when you do an episode and get distracted and pulled into the gravity of a rabbit hole mm -hmm. that it usually tends to be something very wild and fascinating. So I'm excited <laughs> to hear what you have to say about meerkats. If it came from the San Diego Zoo website or the <laughs> Department of Conservation in Missouri, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we might. Mm -hmm. It did not. <laughs> it came from uh, scientific articles. So sometimes when I'm researching these, this is how I found this. I just like go onto a random data database and just like search meerkats and just see what pops up. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. so yeah, that's where that's how I found most of this stuff. No other keyword, just, just meerkats. Meerkat. And I up. look at all thousands of them. <laughs> I looked. I literally look at page after page, and I yeah. think it's fun. I do that too. I'm not gonna wow. lie. It's just really casting fun. a wide net. That's yeah. fine. That's mm -hmm. that's what that's one way to do it. Yeah. And then once I find something that's interesting, I'll either look at you know cited sources of that paper, or sure. I'll take some keywords from it and like narrow down my search but yeah you cast a wide net at first dang you know how to research yeah that's good and it's not san diego Zoo website yeah <laughs> i was trying to decide if i wanted to call them out again but no we love we, we put up a thing for them we yeah. we love the san diego zoo yeah. great institution um there's a little prairie dog back behind rachel over there and there's somewhere over here a little rhino yeah. Sorry, listeners, you can't see them, but it's but just it's cute stuff that yeah. my friend sent sent me. So were it not for the San Diego Zoo, we wouldn't have condors. So this is true. You know, they, they do get, good work. They good get on a pass you. for bad info. Everybody dubious gets, yeah. info. We yes. don't know if it's bad. We yeah. all we all get a a couple free, not possibly true facts that we can say <laughs> in public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> you can't be perfect all the time. You can't be. You can't be. And yeah. Sorry, I'm just thinking just, very hard about yeah. if I want to burn up one of mine. Oh, <laughs> please. Like, should, we, should we just make up something real quick? Yeah, no, yeah. No, no. Oh, dang it. That's irresponsible. Okay. I mean, you're saying that you're making it up, so does that make it responsible? Prairie does dogs that even count as were the guess? first mammal. Whoa. Okay. All right. That is an amazing fact. Let's go on to the <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I feel like we're I feel like we're already starting to derail Nicole here. So Nicole, that's okay. it happens every it time. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> so yeah, I want to talk. I'm not just saying this because I like prairie dogs, but I want to talk about how they're similar and how they're different from prairie dogs. Oh my god! Because of how often we compare them, and I feel like for our North American listeners, like people know prairie dogs pretty well, but they might not know meerkats very well. So it gives people a reference point. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have to defend my choices. No, what no. if our listener has no idea what a prairie dog is? Well, then they need to listen to the first episode that we ever recorded and learn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then right? they'll be caught up. Yeah, it was the first okay. episode. Huh. Listener, yeah. if you've never heard of a prairie dog, hit pause and scroll down to S1E1. Yes. And get back to us. Yes. Okay. Continue. Yeah. Continue. Welcome back. I'm glad that you learned all about prairie dogs. Um... <laughs> So, they like I said, they they fill very similar ecological niches. Um, they spend a lot of time underground in burrows that they make themselves. They're very good diggers, and they're active during the day. Something else that they have in common with prairie dogs is that their burrows are used by a lot of other animals. So, I couldn't find, like, an exact number. Like, with prairie dogs, it's estimated that 200-plus animals use their burrows, I didn't find a list of 200 animals like you can with prairie dogs, <laughs> but some of the animals that share uh, meerkat burrows are going to be other species of mongoose, ground squirrels, rock hyraxes, mice, and high veld gerbils. No, gerbils. Yeah. And they're using, they're not just using like the old burrows, they're using like active meerkat burrows and they just live right alongside each other and everything's groovy. So it's pretty cool. Wild because I think, I mean, unlike prairie dogs, meerkats would definitely eat Eat other animals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Especially if there's also like other kinds of mongoose in there. Like Mm -hmm. that seems a lot more dangerous for the species cohabitating in that burrow. I'm sure that it's like, maybe it's more of, in an emergency, like there's mm. a hawk overhead. Okay, let's all go underground together kind of situation, probably. Okay. I would imagine. But it was a little unclear in my research. So, who knows? Interesting. I choose to believe that they're just big old multi-species families under there because it's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they definitely eat mice and gerbils. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but, mm. eh, you know. Yeah. Meerkats, the capybara of short grass savannas in Africa. There you go. There's your dubious fact. You did it. <laughs> you got two of them. Yes. Good job. Good job. All right. <laughs> um, and just like prairie dogs, their burrows are fairly complex. They're a lot bigger than prairie dog burrows. Like width wise, it can be like five meters wide, which is insane. Um, but usually they're much smaller. That's <laughs> meters? huge. Yeah. It's huge. Five meters. Yeah. God. Usually they're closer to like a meter. Like when you, especially if you get down to like the underground little. A 15 foot burrow? Yeah. That's like larger than a purple worm burrow. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a real creature, uh, we should point out. That is a that is a D and D uh monster. So don't worry. So big. Don't worry, listener. (laughs) (laughs) There are not 15 foot wide worms yet. Allegedly. Yeah, that we know of. Who knows? <laughs> Who really knows? Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're real fact-based today. I love it. Okay. Um, something else that is different about their burrows is that they will use, like, multiple sets of burrows. Like, they have a fairly large home range. And as they move around through this home range, they'll use, like, one kind of on the edge, one towards the center. They'll use multiple different burrows. One family group will. And those family groups are called mobs. No, <laughs> Which is going to be relevant later. <laughs> Great. Okay. Yeah. Not manners. No. Okay. Okay. Meerkat Mob sounds like a cooler show, kind of, but yeah. Yeah, it's not as uh, cute and uh, Mm. sellable, though. Right. To most people. I would watch that. Yeah, it sounds neat. Yeah. (laughs) Like a bunch of mongooses, like doing crimes. Yeah. 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 I feel like 
while 2005 Animal Planet probably mm. couldn't have done that successfully, I 2023 Animal Planet yeah. would do it in a heartbeat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The That's... reality TV landscape has shifted. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Meerkat mob coming this fall. Amazing. Right. <laughs> We've got so many dubious facts in. I'm <laughs> loving it. Um, another really fascinating thing with meerkats is that they have a very complicated language system, just like prairie dogs do. Oh. So I didn't look too far into this because I didn't want to get too far down this rabbit hole because there was other rabbit holes calling my name. Mm-hmm. But they do have different calls alerting to predators, calling an emergency, or checking in on family as they kind of forage and wander around the landscape. Okay. Um, and when watching a threat, their calls will change depending on how far away that threat is. So I couldn't find anything specifically like with prairie dogs. They can say like hawk versus coyote. So I didn't see anything like mentioning calling different predators different names, but th- but they did have different calls for like how close and how immediate that threat was. And then there was like the emergency bark that was like everyone underground right now. Okay. So hmm. sounds yeah. like we need to get Konslobodjikov to yes. South Africa to I get agree. to the bottom of this. Yes, absolutely. Nicole's personal hero. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, he's done some really cool work, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, but when, and I looked more into the foraging call because I found it really interesting. Uh, they are constantly just chattering back and forth with each other when they're foraging. And they kind of create these vocal hot spots where there's more meerkats. And it ends up working kind of like a voting system. So once they have most of the meerkats moving in a certain way, the rest of the meerkats will follow. <laughs> and it's very, very fun. It's a really that easy way to keep everybody together um, and keep everybody coordinated and safe. Aww. Yeah. Democratic, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. Democratic m- murder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like a mob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> this fall on Animal Planet. <laughs> yes. Yes. And there was this really fun paper where they looked at these vocal hotspots and they actually played uh, like recordings at the front of the foraging group and at the back of the foraging group just to see what would happen. And the group ended up like like moving away from each other and they ended up forming two separate foraging groups surrounding these speakers because like the system got messed up the democracy was so strong yes split apart (laughs) yes yeah so they formed completely two separate groups even though that like never happens naturally since there was these you know probably fairly loud um recordings it just like totally messed them up and i just thought that was really interesting it is yeah they can also tell each other apart by their calls. So there was another study that I looked into where, because um, uh, meerkats, I keep wanting to say prairie dogs. <laughs> meerkats. Keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> they have a uh, matriarchal uh, system. So it's the lead female that makes a lot of the decisions. And she is like the head honcho. She gets to eat first. She gets the most food. Um, she will steal food from other meerkats, especially if she has pups that she's trying to feed. Um, she is doing most of the breeding. So I think it's like 80% of the pups come from this lead female meerkat um, and her mate. And so whenever they would record her calls and play them back to the group the meerkats would like look around and like get kind of nervous and start showing really submissive behavior um so they can tell each other apart by these calls which is also really cool that's cool that's cool her mate singular yeah are they polyandrous um so for the most part it's the dominant male and the dominant female that are um producing pups however um especially like sub Dominant? Is that the word? Mm, no. <laughs> Subdominant. <laughs> Submissive. That sounds like a, that sounds like a word. That sounds. Uh, I mean, subordinates. Subordinate. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The subordinate males um, will kind of leave the group every once in a while and go on these little social outings and uh, find females. Um, so there are occasionally like subordinate females that will have pups, um, but it's quite rare. Um, like I said, 80% of the pups are coming from the um, the two lead meerkats. Wow, so, okay. Yeah. You'd think that would 
have a negative consequence for the genetic diversity of the population so you will have especially young males um because every, everyone is related in a mm-hmm. meerkat mob mm-hmm. um so the young males will occasionally leave and find like other lone females and start up a new colony or new mob so how does yeah. a meerkat become alone like a lone female out like do they just leave because they're bored or they get kicked out or uh, yeah, I, i'm not 100 percent sure i imagine it's a, either a kicked out situation or there's just not enough food um so she leaves because if she's you know bottom of the totem pole she well especially the subordinate females i believe are still above all of the males um but if there's not enough food to go around then i could see you know this dispersal happening um and also more fights happening, which might lead to that dispersal. Okay. So, yeah, but I'm not 100% sure. Makes sense. Yeah. And we kind of already touched on this, but something else that sets them apart from prairie dogs is their diet. Whereas prairie dogs eat almost entirely just green stuff, meerkats primarily eat insects along with rodents, lizards, and pretty much any other small animal that they can catch. Um, they eat so many insects that they are actually considered pest control uh, for crops. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. And the last little thing that sets them apart is just how feisty they are. Meerkats are extremely feisty. They love to pick fights, uh, both in their own family and with other meerkats outside their family. And and with predators, uh, whenever they have a predator, like their first line of defense is running away, but they will hold their ground and chase off predators if they have to. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a war dance. Very cute. Um, <laughs> like weasels. Yes. They poof out their tail and poof out like all their fur in their body and they'll like hop around and arch their back and just make a whole bunch of noise. And if they all do it together, um, then it, it can be fairly effective, both against predators and uh, like non-family meerkats. So other cool. groups of meerkats. That makes sense. I mean, they are like mongooses, which are notoriously yeah. badass. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very ferocious uh, mm-hmm. little creatures. Yeah. For some reason, we think of, at least in my experience, people think of meerkats as being like cute and cuddly, but like they're not. Right. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> so instead of greeting one another with an open mouth kiss like a prairie dog, mm-hmm. they will. Full tongue. Full. Well, <laughs> like mo- the more the teeth yeah. and claws. Yeah. Yeah. More yeah. teeth and claws. Yeah. Okay. Even the family, like they wrestle yeah. all the time, and like it's rough. <laughs> like there's like fur flying, like it's it's crazy. <laughs> but they're just playing. Yeah. Um, do they greet yeah. each other with bared teeth and? They claws? do a lot of hugging, which is also really cute. Well, I'm getting a mixed message. I know. I'm sorry. Even the hugs are preparing for war, though. Yes. Yeah. That hug could turn to, like, a suplex maneuver at any time. Yeah. Anytime. Wait, um, is there just, a video of this? With, as with any hug. Yes. Yes. Be warned. Yeah. Okay. This this makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Is this our, like, fifth dubious fact? <laughs> that sounds true. I think that one's true. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, that just, that's, that's just a fact. Yeah. We'll suplex each other anytime mm-hmm. from a hug maneuver. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you believe me. <laughs> hmm. um, but yeah, oh, they, uh, meerkats, it's not just like, like I said, it's not just predators. They are very aggressive with other meerkats to the point of being murderous. Mm. Uh, a 2016 study found them to have the highest rate of same species killing than any other mammal in the study. They looked at a thousand different mammals and they found that meerkats were the most murderous. <laughs> wow. They really should be meerkat mob then. Yeah. And this is the rabbit hole that I started falling down okay. because okay. I was just like, why are they so murderous? Um, but they found that 19.4% of all meerkat deaths were from other meerkats. My gosh, that's a huge portion. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but like, what? what is, is it like, are you more likely as a meerkat to get attacked by a stranger or like a meerkat that you know? Like, I mean, it's, it's primarily a meerkat that you don't know. It's going to be a stranger, but we'll get into some of the f- family murders. Never too. go against the family. Yeah, never. <laughs> You'll see. 
You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, um, I'm really invested in this now. This is really I'm cool. I'm really glad. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much drama to this. Okay. There's so much drama. Do you guys want to know the other uh, top 10 most murderous mammals? Uh, Actually, yeah. 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 Okay. Fantastic. Dolphins? No. Okay. Baboons. Yeah. Surprise. There's a lot of primates yeah. that are very, <laughs> very murderous. Yeah, probably chimps. Ooh, yeah. Are they there? Um, people were found to be, I think, only like 2%. So this study was actually looking at um, the evolution of like human uh, aggression. And so they found a lot of primates were super aggressive, which is not surprising. Um, and then also like hyenas, rhinos, bears, uh Ground squirrels, uh, cats. Did I say that already? I don't mm. think so. Um, and tree shrews. Tree shrews. Okay. Tree shrews. Very murderous. Um, but the top 10, meerkat, number one. Uh, Smith, Schmitz Ginnon, which is a type of monkey. Mm-hmm. The front red-fronted lemur. New Zealand sea lion. <laughs> long-tailed marmot. Lion. Banded mongoose. Gray wolf. Chakma baboon. And mm. finally, the diatomid sifaka, maybe? What? Sifaka. Yeah, and like, long-tailed uh, chinchilla, like tied for 10th. Oh, that guy. Yeah, Shabaka. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the long-tailed chinchilla tied for 10th with that guy. Chinchillas? So. Chinchillas, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and they were tied for 10th at 12%. Dang. So it's not like, oh, we got down to like 3 or 4% really quickly. Like, no, these are still murdering a lot of their own species. That's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting. There's more than one mongoose on there too. Yeah, and mm. then wolves being on there. Yeah, is interesting to me. Yeah. Wolves and lions. It's like okay, I that makes sense because we've seen documentaries about animals like that. Yeah, and the way that they will murder people, not people, maybe people, um, <laughs> other yeah. members of their species and cubs and things like that. Yeah, but, especially infanticide. Yeah, is, right. I think high in a lot of these. That's, mm. Yeah, that's and that's the case. Yeah, well, that's a very good point. Yeah, infanticide. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's not adults killing adults necessarily. Yeah, it's not like interfamily conflicts. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, Scar mm. eating Simba. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so lots of murderous animals out there. It's a really interesting. Like it was interesting to look at h- how related a lot of the hyper aggressive animals were. Mm. Like there's like areas where there's like no aggression at all and then like you go around to the chart and it's just like all red all like (laughs) just super murderous animals and like yeah it it was a really well laid out study that was very interesting we'll have it linked in the description if you want to look into it absolutely yeah um but yeah it was when i learned that meerkats were the most murderous i was like huh that is wild (laughs) and i knew that i had to look into it more so I found another study <laughs> um, <laughs> that is called Intergroup Aggression in Meerkats. And they found that about 65% of the time when meerkat groups see each other out on the grassland, they choose to show an aggressive response. So they could just run away. Like they see each other from super far away, but they're like, nah, nah, you're too close. <laughs> like get out of here. They and choose they choose violence. Yeah, they yes. choose violence. 65% of the time. 65% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Our species could not, uh, we could not accommodate us choosing to react aggressively to 65% of the people we meet. No, that would yeah. be not great. <laughs> that would be a breakdown of society. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Nobody would ever work retail. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's a good point. Yeah, no, The retail wouldn't, couldn't exist. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and oh, uh, this aggressive response can be anywhere from, like, chasing and war dancing all the way up to physical contact. So it's not just, like, oh, they immediately start tussling. Um, it could just be chasing, and they count to that as an aggressive response. Um, and this was a 10-year study. They took 422 different interactions between groups of meerkats and found that 86% of the aggressive interactions ended before physical contact was made. So even though they do most of the time show an aggressive response, most of those aggressive responses end before bloodshed so 
Okay. They are murderous, but not that murderous. How, how many of those 15% result in the death of one of the two parties? So. Oh, oh no. You're too excited about that answer. Calm, calm down. Is it always to the death? Um, not always. Okay. Um, so, uh, so it is sometimes, a lot of the time. Mm. I mean, yeah. Nine percent of these interactions, these aggressive interactions, ended in fighting, with at least one meerkat killed in three percent of those interactions. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, that three percent is not like a lot, but like if three percent of the time you saw someone, you ended up killing one of their family members, like that's intense. Yeah, that's <laughs> intense, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> If one out of every 33 people you met, you killed. (laughs) That's intense. (laughs) I love love this episode already. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I knew that you would like it. Um, But yeah, so... And and those those that are killed are usually pups, so it's usually infanticide that's Ooh. happening. So they're like, <laughs> not only are you killing one of their family members, but you're killing one of their, their kids. child. Yeah, <laughs> their yeah. firstborn. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't like you. <laughs> give me your give me your child. <laughs> I'm feeling murderous today. Yeah. Um, and then they also broke it down by like who was engaging in these aggressive behaviors so like was it males was it females um 48 percent of the time the aggressive interactions were initiated by the dominant male 15 percent uh, of the time by the dominant female 24 percent by the dominant or the su- subordinate male a subordinate male and 12 percent by a subordinate female so 72 percent of the time it was a male that was like no nah, we got we gotta go fight them like we gotta <laughs> Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a good thing they're a matriarchal society, then. Right? Yeah. As if the <laughs> maybe there's a reason for that. <laughs> the dominant female is not constantly getting killed in yeah. petty fights. Yeah. yeah, but she has an entourage who's willing to do anything it takes. There you yes. go. Yeah. Yes. Nice. It, it's beautiful. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I tried to look into like why. Why? Why Why are they so aggressive? Uh, why all the posturing? Why all the fighting? And a lot of it comes down to territory. So where they live, it's a very harsh environment, very low rainfall, not a whole lot of food to go around. And you're trying to feed, you know, a group of 20 meerkats. So it's, it's a lot of mouths to feed. And they did find that losing groups will retreat further back into their home range. And the winning groups will expand their territory whenever they win a fight. So it's very much over territory, over especially like good grazing ground, well, not grazing grounds, but good, good places to find food. Um, and it was also found that pup, that groups with pups were way more likely to stand their ground or even fight than groups without pups. So oh. they have mouths, you know, extra mouths to feed, or they're just feeling defensive and they want to keep their baby safe. Um, and so they are more willing to, you know, go into that interaction. So meerkat violence makes sense. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, and they're not this aggressive towards other species. Cause if there's 200 species that are, you know, also utilizing these burrows, mm-hmm. they're, they don't, do they share the same aggression towards that uniformly or is there a special aggression towards other meerkats? Yeah. Do 3% I, of all mice they meet <laughs> also have like a bloody end? I mean, probably more than 3% when it comes to mice, just because they're a tasty snack. Yeah. But, um, I did see a lot of videos of like ground squirrels within five feet of meerkats, like just playing and the meerkats are playing and they're just completely ignoring each other. So I don't know if it has to do with they're eating different kinds of food. So they're not like direct competition. Um, there is a lot of benefit to, you know, if you're hanging out with ground squirrels, they're also helping you look for predators um, and things like that. So there ground is squirrels. a little bit of uh, benefit to hanging out with sure. well, non-meerkats. Okay. A little, so. yeah, mutualistic thing going on Yeah, there. yeah. Okay. okay. But yeah, I don't but you know have no sure. data. So they could no be data. killing 3% of all of their guests. They could. House guests. Yeah. That's true. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> right. Especially if it was, you know, an animal that they were competing for food with. Yes. So I never, I never really watched Meerkat Manor. Um, oh. I, you know, it's not, 
was this you didn't as much well right sure but (laughs) was this aspect of this animal really depicted on that show because i'm oh yeah yeah. oh it was oh i think so yeah Mm -hmm. there was a i remember specifically there being a lot of outcry because one of the popular meerkats who Mm -hmm. was like this guy who you know kept picking fights and he was like one of those like really good you know rootin tootin like (laughs) uh great meerkat uh fighters Mm -hmm. like just vanished and nobody knew what happened to him and they were like how did you lose track of this meerkat like what do you mean you don't know if he recovered from his injuries and if he survived (laughs) like what is happening yeah yeah, no, they definitely, like, whatever happened, happened, because all of them had names, all of mm. them had, like, they had, like, radio callers on some of them, so if they died, they died. Um, I so I remember yeah. seeing behind the scenes that it was part of some kind of study, too, mm. and that that's why maybe the film crews didn't capture, like, they didn't know the narration that would go on top of it when yeah. they were conducting this this research and so they were like sorry we didn't know that diego was gonna be a fan favorite <laughs> and that you guys would be really upset if we just t- forgot to keep track of him specifically yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh fair wow <laughs> that was something else that i thought was fascinating was uh i watched a lot of like little mini videos and like documentaries and stuff and people are just like in in the mobs like they're just like crouched on the ground running alongside these meerkats when mm-hmm. they're filming them i don't know like i always picture like a big telephoto lens and they're like really hands off right. they're like in it like There's, yeah <laughs> it's, i i don't know i never thought about it i guess yeah. but yeah not Weird. phased by human activity yeah some of them that was i will say so the study that i mentioned earlier um I guess the study that we're in right now, they did cut some of the interactions and they only looked at habituated meerkats that were habituated to humans. Oh, okay. Um, And they cut out the ones that were not habituated because they were worried about um, their presence changing, like their aggression and stuff like that. That makes a lot of sense. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I think overall they had like, they had much more interactions that they could have looked at, but they cut out quite a few. Mm -hmm. So, Um, but yeah. Fascinating stuff. Yeah. I mentioned I, I hinted at this earlier that meerkats don't just attack you know meerkats that aren't related to them they will attack their own family members this is especially common when it is two meerkats that are trying to have a litter at the same time um within the same family yeah that was also in meerkat manor a lot yeah mm-hmm. okay. yeah it's like, if, how dare this other meerkat mm-hmm. have pups at the same time as Queen Meerkat? Yeah. Like, wow. we're just holding our breath until she murders all the puppies. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty intense. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, there's a 26, 2006 article that I found. I'll just quote it because it's easier than trying to pull it apart in meerkat societies pregnant dominants are known to kill subordinate litters but we show that pregnant subordinates also kill pups not only those of other subordinates but the dominants as well litters born to females of any rank were half as likely to survive their first four days if a subordinate was pregnant however dominant females were more likely than subordinates to give birth when no other females were pregnant and then therefore they lost less litters to infanticide so the dominant female was very careful in her planning it would you know keep other females in line when she had a pregnancy but the subordinates aren't able to do that as much so they (laughs) were half as likely to be able to raise their pups successfully Mm -hmm. if there was another pregnant female dang yeah Good to know. Yeah. I have nothing else to offer. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I didn't realize you were so well-versed in Meerkat Manor. I lived for Meerkat Manor when I was a child. Mm. It was all of the drama of Mm -hmm. the animal world that I needed in my life. Yeah. 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 I was very into the show. I love that for you. Thank you. It's good for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty good. I will say I wasn't like super into it, but I did definitely watch a lot of it. (laughs) So I think I would just have it like on in the background while I like played with Pokemon or something, but it does feel like a kind of a background type show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah. 
It was like yeah. the Animal Planet version of a soap opera. It was <laughs> perp. You you were waiting at the edge of your seat to see what would happen next week. It was dramatic. Okay. You guys disgust me. If you say so. All right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, as we were kind of like wrapping up a little bit, so if you have any questions, feel free to stop me. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Something uh, when I was in my here's a scientific uh, website. Let's just type in meerkats. A random fun factoid that I found was that there is such a thing as too big of a mob. So large mob sizes increase the likelihood of meerkats choosing not to care for the pups. So they would choose to be lazy. um, Mm -hmm. And they would just be like, ah, someone else will take care of it probably. Mm -hmm. And it also increased um, the likelihood of like one meerkat taking care of the pups. So there was an inequality in the division of labor. And so that one meerkat would be responsible for all the pups. So whether or not it was a good caretaker, um, he would just end up being responsible for them. So it, oh, no. it was uh, the pup survival rate uh, plummeted when when mob size would hit a certain size. So yeah, wow, like, wow. And what like what what size are we talking about? Um, really, more like an average size is about twenty. Okay, thirty is pushing it. Um, and then once you get past that, is when pup survival rate goes down. So thirty, okay, that yeah. doesn't seem like that large of a group, honestly. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know why, but yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's some parallels you can draw here. Of you know, when you just get too big and you assume mm-hmm. somebody else is going to take care of everything yeah. else, and then some poor schmuck gets stuck doing all the work yep. that nobody yeah. else is picking up the slack on. That's and, right. You know, it's and like they, that's not how you run a business or a mob. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pay your workers. All right. <laughs> Don't let your babies die. Yeah. Yes. 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 Oh, but that's also probably a good like survival thing. Like yeah, if yeah, they no, can't no, like maintain, I mean, yeah, it's like okay, right, that probably right. exists in yeah. nature for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If you're a you meerkat, feel free to let your babies die. I guess. Or maybe the the kind thing to do would just be to go ahead and murder them. Oh. It sounds like they do. Yeah. Yeah. Quick and painless. <laughs> well, wait. I thought they crunch. were just like starving to death. Oh no, they're killing them. Yeah. Well, in, in so this when you're study, they're not taking care of them. What you mean is that they're not just neglecting them, but they're outright killing them. In this study, that's no. Misleading. In this study, no. Okay. In this study, no. They're just they're just not being fed, or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, sorry. Okay. Apologies. So that is neglect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is, they should probably just murder them if they're going to die anyway. At least then it would be quick. Mm-hmm. That sounds like the humane thing to do, I guess. Yeah. If there's any meerkats listening, <laughs> just take my take my advice to heart. That's it doesn't sound like they need to be persuaded to murder uh, yeah. their own species. So, but good call, Rachel. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I, I have Thank a lot you. of regrets of things I've said in this episode. <laughs> I... well, would you like to edit it? Because <laughs> that's that's oh, usually God. when we get to a point where I'm like, I'll edit this one. It's because <laughs> I've said too many things I regret. <laughs> I think you've been wonderful. You have been a real delight. Thank you. Let's squeeze in a few more dubious facts before the end then. Okay. Well, you better be quick because the... we're pretty much there. The full name of the meerkat is. <laughs> the full name of the meerkat? Yeah, yeah. It's not just meerkat. It's uh, mm-hmm. the striped butt meerkat. Oh. The striped butt meerkat. Oh, my gosh. Just Amazing. like on our podcast icon. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The striped butt. You can see Thank the you. striped butt meerkat on the bottom right there. Okay. Yep. Okay. Um, Staring down its nemesis, the prairie dog. That's really its um, <laughs> colloquial name, though. The, the, the actual scientific name is uh, the stripe rumped. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. But would not be appropriate. They don't yeah. really say butt very often in no, but, science. Yeah. Meerkatters call them the stripe butts. Stripe butts. All right, great stuff. <laughs> Stripe butt mom. Well, fantastic. It's going to be a TikTok nonsense. One hundred percent. Yeah. The only other thing that I had was uh, I kind of mentioned this earlier. I got ahead of myself because I got too excited. 
young males will wander around and look for mates um, to increase their success rate of raising pups. Because if you're a really low male in the totem pole, the likelihood of you getting all the way to the top without like everyone in front of you dying first is, is just very low. Yeah. So they will wander around. And one paper estimated about 25% of all meerkats are born from these social visits and account for about 70% of a subordinate male's offspring. So he's doing this quite frequently. Um, and most of his pups come from these just kind of wandering around hoping to, you know, entice a lady over visits. Okay, sure. A little promiscuity. Yeah. 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 Playing the field a bit. Mm-hmm. I remember this, you know, the dramatic <laughs> romp in the dirt when a couple of meerkats meet each other out in the wild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What did you call it? A social visit? Yeah. I don't know why I'm picturing it like <laughs> Victorian mobsters. Like, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm having a social visit for tea. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. May I call upon you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, we must hide my children because Tabitha will murder them all if she finds out. <laughs> ooh. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, it's a. Ooh. My father is, is a stern gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> a rich, a rich. Cut to the father. <laughs> 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 Oh, it's oh, a, wow. a rich tapestry with the, with this animal. Yeah, <laughs> yep. they're I beautiful. It. I love them. Oh. But yeah, that that's meerkats, uh, the prairie dog of Africa, but also much feistier and with a tendency for infanticide. Uh, so don't let their cute faces fool you. Bridgerton they love murder. More murder. I mm. would never. <laughs> but they will let us just walk right up to them. Are they luring us in? That's a big meal. <laughs> Maybe they just view us like another house guest. And yeah, there's you're a three percent right. chance we'll get killed. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is more than getting killed by a person. What's the yeah. uh what's the meerkat uh caused mortality in humans? You, you got know, a study on that? I, I I didn't find that study, but okay. Maybe I'll look into it. It's probably it's probably low. It's probably pretty low. <laughs> but maybe not zero. Yeah. I really want to, I do really want to look back at that study of the 10 most violent species because that's fascinating to me. It's so yeah. cool. And like just to see like what, what do they have in common? Because like you, there was a, a number of them on there were like intensely social, like Chakma baboons yes. and like and Mondrus meerkats, mm-hmm. gray wolves. Yeah. But some of them weren't like, uh, you said weren't brown bears on there? Um, like, bears in general. Bear, oh, just which, bears in general. Yeah. Like, like it, was, it was, I didn't huh. look at the specific species. I just noticed that bears were a hot spot for uh, sure. aggression. Uh, but so. they don't live in like large social units. No, but they, yeah. No. It's an outlier. But I guess, so, I mean, there's not a lot of things that do kill bears. And oh. like, if you think about it this way. Oh, um, and if a male comes across a female with cubs, he will try to murder them. So okay. that's probably where that comes from. Yeah. Just, I had to guess. Just as a proportion of the species total mortality. Yes. Because they're like apex level yeah. predator. They're really only killing each other. That, yeah. Okay. I okay. get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. Once again, always picking on the babies though. I mean, a lot of times that's all the, I, mean, I don't know a lot about bears, but I've definitely seen a lot of of that <laughs> you want to promote your own genes yes yeah no, some, no, I get some joe smokes i get yeah. that yeah. i'm just uh i have a really deep-seated urge to make fun of all those dude bros who mm-hmm. hold like nature's aggress- mm-hmm. aggressive animals as like the pinnacle of like masculinity or whatever oh, yeah, and it's yeah. like they're all they're all picking on babies dude yeah. like, <laughs> you want to you want to be that guy that picks on babies okay yeah <laughs> Yes. I could wow. win a fight against a baby. So strong. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fight a baby right now. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. Who's baby? No, not like people's <laughs> names. I mean like like a like a human baby or like yeah. a like a mouse baby. I could definitely win a fight against a mouse baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be fair. Uh, <laughs> nothing about that would be fair. No. This episode's taken s- several strange turns. Um, <laughs> That's okay. 
I I like it. This has been interesting information. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, I, strange turns are just like a hallmark of Nicole episodes. They yeah. are. Yeah. Maybe that's because of the two people on the other side of the table. <laughs> I, mm, mm, okay. It's okay. I love it. What is the conservation status of meerkats? Are they, uh, how are they doing? A lot of, you know, a lot of the most charismatic, you know, fauna, uh, not doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, especially there's so many, you know, um, especially with like the region uh, of the world that they live in in Africa is, you know, very um, intensely affected or going to be intensely affected by climate change. Yeah. What What is the conservation status of meerkats right now? How are I they have, doing? I have great news. They are least concerned. Ooh, <laughs> nice. All right, yeah, let's go. They're doing great. Um, and I wasn't specific about where they lived, so we'll throw that in here too. Uh, Botswana, Namibia, and South Africa okay. is primarily where they live. Nice. In just three countries. Yeah. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I Like you, I pictured them being much more widespread than that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. Are there more than one species of meerkat? There is not. Just the okay. one. Just Interesting. Meerkat. Yeah. Meerkat, okay. striped butt meerkat. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Stripe rumped. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay, so that's good. Um, that is good. I I had a question earlier, um, because you were talking about how they can be viewed as pest control because they eat so many insects, mm-hmm. and it made me wonder about like the. I don't know, the overlap of humans and meerkats in their natural mm-hmm. range. Like, are they living primarily out in wild areas? Are they sometimes living in agricultural areas or rangeland? Mm-hmm. And, like, how is the human meerkat interaction landscape like? I know, like, for example, prairie dogs come up against a lot of flack for digging holes in pastures yeah. and stuff. Like, are meerkats the same? Or are yeah, they... Especially if they're five meter wide holes. <laughs> that, that could swallow an entire cow. <laughs> Does that create some tension with ranchers? And... <laughs> um, that could swallow an entire cow. I mean, good point, good point. Like not even a baby, just a whole Just a whole cow. I uh, surprisingly did not come across a whole lot of like human meerkat conflict uh, in my research. Uh, even like we really like animal diversity web and that was where I got the, you know, they're considered pest control a lot of the times mm-hmm. and the negatives were nothing like it was like, you know, climate change and loss of habitat. Like it wasn't like, Oh, people are actively trying to kill them all the time. Um, yeah. So I don't think that there's a whole lot of uh, human meerkat conflict. Conflict, yeah. Okay. But Which maybe is nice. some overlap yeah. in the sense that they're maybe creating their manners. <laughs> Wait, what's the actual <laughs> word for a meerkat burrow? Uh, I mean, a burrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was, like, is there an... an, an I mean, like, it's, like, prairie dogs are called towns. Yeah. That's, and, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's legit. Yeah. Um, you know, are they setting them up in, like, agricultural fields or adjacent or, like, mm-hmm. by parking lots or... Yeah. Yeah. I think they're a little bit more wild than prairie dogs because prairie dogs do. They'll... I mean, they're in the middle of Hutchinson, Kansas. Like, they yeah. just kind of do whatever and take whatever space <laughs> you give them. Yeah. Um, but I think meerkats, because they need such a large... They have... Even though it's only 20, 30 individuals in a group... Um, they need a lot of food and they need a very large home range. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that they need so much space means that they just don't interact with humans that often. So, yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Good I'm for glad them. They have the space to be yeah. doing that and also be of least concern. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Yeah. I mean, some of those, uh, like Namibia is not terribly densely populated. There's a lot of like open range in yeah. like, open desert kind of areas in Namibia. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're only in like the northern part of South Africa so, cuz mm-hmm. south, southern South Africa is quite densely populated. Um but not the northern part as much. I see. So Yeah, so you've got okay, yeah, yeah. So they they're really in like a very arid section yes. there, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like I said, and they do like straight up use desert environments. Um, like most of their habitat is, um, part of the Kalahari desert, but a lot of the Kalahari desert is very much grassland. Um, so yeah. There's a lot of deserts that are (laughs) a lot of grassland. Yeah. It's just semi-arid and the grass is very short. And so it gets, it all gets labeled Chihuahuan desert or whatever. Yeah. 
Desert is a friend of Grassland. Yeah. They're buddies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not completely different biomes necessarily. They yeah. are mosaic. A lot of overlap. Yeah. Mosaic. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Good word. Yeah. Any other questions for me? I'm still thinking about cows falling into 15 meter, or not meter, Jesus, 15 foot wide holes. Another, yeah. another yeah. thing to look up to see if that actually does happen. I am yeah. There's no yeah. way. I mean, you couldn't be surprised by, well, you could be. Cows are kind of dumb. You know, they get yeah. into some weird situations. Yeah. They're also so curious. Like if I, like I can see a cow just walking into one for fun to be like, hey, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i mean they aren't like straight down holes either there's like at an incline so maybe maybe cows <laughs> i don't think they're shade. that tall <laughs> <laughs> they're just wide they're oh, not tall okay. <laughs> yeah yeah would you rather fight a thousand meerkats or one purple worm Ooh. let's say you're level 10 uh-huh it's a very high con save to not get swallowed by one of those things i'm just gonna throw that out there uh-huh, i've uh-huh. studied the stat block intensively uh-huh. <laughs> meerkats are small enough that they are puntable size which is like my my like uh you know limit limit yeah, yeah. to like animals that i would feel confident winning in a fight against um but like a thousand of them puntable. yeah i mean there's only so many kicks you can do per second yeah yeah, yeah. I think a thousand meerkats could take a human for sure. Yeah, probably. Or would they just start infighting? <laughs> oh, good point. They, oh, they that's turn such on each a good other. point. Yeah, they, they would each kill other. each other for you before yeah. you ever. I mean, if, yeah. if they're all strangers too, mm-hmm. like sixty-five percent of them are going to immediately just be aggressive toward each yes. other. Yes, and you're, yeah. you can, you oh, can God. punt the, the rest of the forty-five percent out of the way. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and in a group that large, they're also not taking care of their selves. Their babies. Their or their babies. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So if some of those thousand chaos. are babies, you're like super set. Like they're yeah, going to be so yeah. emaciated. They're not uh-huh. going to oh fight you at all. A thousand meerkats is a grim scenario. <laughs> Just the sheer, the sheer devastation. <laughs> the, the tragedy of a thousand meerkats together yeah. is shocking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's why nature doesn't allow it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful thank you yeah that, uh, that was yeah. a good question turns out okay yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. well on that note uh <laughs> thank you nicole for this amazing episode you're so welcome. um listeners thanks for tuning in um find all our stuff in the description and um you know how to get a hold of us it's also in the description um the best biome is produced by grass and groupies that's our nonprofit. it's basically just the three of us and uh we do grassland education work and a lot of other cool stuff so you know thanks for supporting us by listening to the pod we also have merch so we'll put a link in our description if you want to buy a shirt and support us we have a couple designs you can get our podcast logo you can also get a uh, great plains wildflowers shirt designed by me Woo! they're very good they're amazing (laughs) so one-of-a-kind originals um (laughs) so you know uh link in the thing uh thanks that's it see you in a couple weeks bye bye bye